Hello and welcome back to I Care Outreach Moving Through podcast series. Thank you for your continued support. Once again, you'll hear from Pastor Rob Turner, educator and founder of I Care Outreach located in downtown Bridgeport, Connecticut. Today, Pastor Rob will share in part two of entrusted responsibility. He will question us with mindfulness in our personal and ministerial and professional life responsibilities. He'll ask the question, what does it mean for God to care about results, methods, and motivation with our gifts, talents, skills, and his grace? Hi, I'm Robert Turner. Thank you for joining us again. In our times together, through these podcasts, we have been sharing messages with truth nuggets of moving through life. Today, we will continue with our three-part series into the parable of the talents, found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. In part two of this podcast, we will extract from the parable of the talents to reflect on considering practical application for our personal lives of entrusted responsibility. In this parable, Jesus' story revolves around a man who, before going on a long journey, assembled his own servants and gave each varying amounts of money to invest for him according to his own ability and answerable upon the master's return. They each are being asked to make commercial use of the master's possessions while he is away. Listen to the first 10 verses of this parable in Matthew 25, verses 14 to 23. I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver, dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, the master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, You gave me five bags of silver to invest. I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibility. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, You gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, 
Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The word talents is commonly referred in reading many different Bible translations. Modern English uses the word talent mainly for skills or abilities. But this parable concerns money. In New Testament times, the Greek word used, talenton, talent, was a unit of exchange. A talent could be of gold, silver, or copper, each with its own value. It would be then, in our day, as denoting currency in terms of earning and buying power. The meaning of the parable extends far beyond financial investments. God has given each person a wide variety of gifts. And his expectation of us is to employ those gifts in his service. Like the three servants, we do not have gifts of the same degree. God has specifically given each of us talents to use according to our own abilities. God has gifted each of us gifts of refreshing, purposeful opportunity to invest. And he has entrusted us with competent provisions to responsibly use as we are moving through life. Listen, more pointedly, for the workplace, it commends putting capital at risk in pursuit of earning a return. We should invest our skills and abilities, but also our wealth and the resources made available to us at work, all for the affairs of God's kingdom. This includes the production of needed goods and services. Sometimes Christians speak as if growth, productivity, and return on investments were unholy to God. But this parable overturns that notion. It helps us not to perceive through our own linear of outcomes and results, but God's entrusted mindfulness. It includes a volunteer who teaches Sunday school, entrepreneurs who start a new business and provide jobs to others, designers and innovators, healthcare providers and administrators, mechanics, machine operators, truck drivers, salespersons, electricians, plumbers, technicians, those in the technology industry, etc. All of us must use our talent and abilities to add value in this world. Notice in the end, the master praises the two trustworthy servants with the words, well done, good and faithful servant. In these words, we see that the master cares about the servant's results. Well done. The master cares about the servant's methods. Good. And the motivation, trustworthy, faithful. In this parable, each servant is entrusted with the care of what they were given, and the amount given is based on each servant's ability. The first two servants 
understood the instructions as well as the character and the temperament of their master. They both used the resources to double their master's money through their wise, mindful decisions. He has given each person wide variety of gifts, and he expects us to employ those gifts in his service. Our ability is the only measure and limit of our duty as well as of our right. We will give an account. So for a proper application of this parable, think of it to say that each of us have been given specific skills and gifts, and we are to use these to serve God and grow his kingdom until he returns. Since everything we have comes from God and belongs to God, each of us have been entrusted with the resources of time and varying levels of wealth. We are responsible for using those things in such a way that they increase in value. That is in knowledge, understanding, relationship, and even more so in a spiritual sense. Christian believers should have a desire to grow and to learn. But a static Christian lacks that desire. This is not what Christ has called us to be. I have examined the static Christian in my own life. There's a difference in knowing and doing. Many Christians have lived such as I have. Know the scriptures, but not living the life of Christ using what he has given according to my or our own abilities. One of the names of God in the Bible is El Roi. It is commonly translated as the God who sees me and is both a descriptive epithet for God using the word El, God, and a modifier indicating a quality of God. Well, he sees me. He knows me. He has given me talent to invest in this world. He sees and knows you too. This parable shows us we will have to give an account for what he has given. It is a picture of what Jesus Christ has done and will complete. Though he has gone away, he will return. In the meantime, and for some of you in between time, he has given us possessions to steward. You know, entrusted means we have been assigned the responsibility for doing something. We have been entrusted to be responsible for what he has given us. This man with the two talents was also a faithful servant. He was entrusted with his master's property. So are we. Entrusted to us for a limited period. And the extent of that period is unknown. Our days are short. And we need to conform to the will of God in our entrusted responsibilities. I'm learning more and more to love the future that God is calling me to. 
more than the past I knew. We must use our gifts, skills, and resources to encourage others and be salt and light wherever God has placed us, using the talents he has given according to our own ability. Let us pray. Father, we all need to move through life with entrusted faith, entrusted responsibility, allowing the Spirit of Christ to work in and through our hearts, minds, and souls as living sacrifices, expressing an acceptable service. Hebrews 12, verses 26 to 28, says the earth and the heavens will be shaken, but we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. May we be mindful to obey the Lord and the trusted responsibility He has given us. In Jesus' name, amen.